0: On behalf of Corpus Christi Church, we want to wish all mothers a joy-filled and happy Mother's Day, and may you have a wonderful day with your families. There will be a blessing for the mothers at the end of Mass, so get ready for that. And today we have the fortunate opportunity to have a seminarian with us, someone studying to be a priest. His name is Joe Shone. he's from Bismarck here. His home parish is Ascension. And he is going into his final year of seminary, college seminary, out in Washington, D.C. at the Catholic University of America. So Joe Schoen will be with us through the summer. He is flipping houses with his family. So if you need some housework done, you know who to contact. So it's good having this this, um, seminarian with us. We'll also end up with Eric Arts. He will be ordained a deacon on May 24th, so we'll have two seminarians with us. The rectory will be full, it should be a great summer. Thank you for welcoming them to the parish. It's good to have you here. <clears throat> In the sixth Sunday of Easter, we are nearing the end of the Easter season, so we're getting ready for Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So our readings today, the church is inviting us to focus on the Holy Spirit. And so we're just going to reflect on two things with the Holy Spirit today. One of those being a mission of the Holy Spirit in the life of a disciple. And second, what is the greatest sign that points to the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts? So first... Uh, the mission of the Holy Spirit. In our gospel, we hear Jesus talking to his close friends, his apostles, and it's a farewell discourse. Immediately following the Last Supper and before his crucifixion on Good Friday, he says to his apostles, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of Truth. And so this Holy Spirit and his mission is to be an advocate. As we know, an advocate is someone who is called to our side. They intercede for us. They console us. They give us counsel. This word advocate actually was based in the Roman world, in a courtroom where someone would come stand next to your side and they would advocate on your behalf. And so Jesus is saying to his disciples, You're going to have a Holy Spirit to be with you in your difficulties. He'll be with you in all things. An advocate is one who could stand next to the bedside of a sick person. An advocate could be there for a distressed and crying child. And who's the greatest advocate for a child? It's one's parents, especially the mom. If the child is crying and the mom walks over, even if the child doesn't stop crying, usually the child knows everything will be all right. And so this Holy Spirit's mission is to be our advocate, to be with us through the stages of our life, to be with us in difficulty. And even if we don't always understand why certain things happen, Jesus says, I will not leave you orphans. I will leave you this advocate. So, the Holy Spirit is an advocate for us today. And second, what is the greatest sign that the Holy Spirit is present in our hearts? Philip, in that first reading, goes down to the town of Samaria and preaches the Christ. The crowd is attentive to him. He he out unclean spirits. He heals many people. And then we have that beautiful sentence. There was great joy in that city. The sign for the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and with us is joy. The crowd experienced joy because the Holy Spirit was there. St. Thomas defines joy as resting in the presence of another person's goodness. And so this crowd in Samaria rested in the presence of God's goodness. That is joy. And so St. John Vianney reflected on this experience of joy for a farmer. St. John Vianney was the great patron saint of parish priests in the 1800s, and there's this farmer that went into his little church and sat in the back pew. This farmer sat there for a while and then left. The following day, Father John Vianney saw this farmer return to the little church. He sat in the very back pew, which should tell us he was a very good Catholic, always choosing the last pew. And then Father Vianney was wondering what he was doing, so Later on, he asked this farmer, what do you do during your time of adoration? And this farmer simply pointed to the blessed sacrament and said, I look at him and he looks at me. So for this farmer, his experience of joy was being able to rest in the presence of God's goodness. And for God, it was God's ability to rest in the presence of this farmer's goodness. That is Christian joy. And since it's Mother's Day, I wanted to leave a story about a mother that we all know so well, St. Teresa of Calcutta. Mother Teresa was talking to an old and poor man living in what she called a most terrible condition. As we know, the missionary of Charity Sisters do many things, and one of them is to go into the homes of people that are poor, they clean the homes, they do the laundry, and then they give the person a bath. And so Mother Teresa asked this poor old man, could I come into your home and clean your house? And he agreed. And so Mother Teresa, as she was cleaning, came across an old beautiful lamp that was covered with dust and dirt. And Mother Teresa asked this man, don't you ever light this lamp? And the old man said, for whom? No one comes here. No one comes to visit me. I don't need to light the lamp. And so Mother Teresa said, well, if some of my sisters come over and visit you, will you light the lamp? And he said yes. Years later, this old man was talking to some of the sisters and asked if they could pass on a message to Mother Teresa. And he said to tell her, My dear friend, the light that you lit in my life is still burning. So you see, this physical lamp in this man's house was beautiful, but the spiritual light that Mother Teresa lit in his heart, this joy burned ever more brightly. Mother Teresa was able to rest in that man's goodness. And that old man was able to rest to share joy in Mother Teresa's goodness. And so, as we are celebrating Mother's Day today, may our mothers be filled with joy And may we pray this week that the Holy Spirit comes to us with this great joy, just as that city of Samaria and just as Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa and the sisters always pray at the very end of the day or their formal prayers, Immaculate Heart of Mary, cause of our joy, pray for us. And so may that be so. May we be filled with that joy.